0: Our scripture today comes from Lamentations, chapter 3, verses 20 through 26. I'll be reading from the NRSV Revised Version, and please hear these words of God. My soul continually thinks of it and is bowed down within me. But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul that seeks him. It is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, today we start a new season, a brand new liturgical calendar, and a new series called Christmas Playlist, featuring the theme from a poem written by French poet Placide Capot in 1843 and set to music by French composer Adolphe Adam in 1847. That song is commonly known to us as Oh Holy Night that Amanda just sang for us. And we'll be talking also about that momentarily. But did you know that John Wesley, founder of Methodism, was actually kicked out and banned from preaching in many churches because he was considered to be too enthusiastic? <laughs> truth. That's truth. Personally, I don't think we can ever become too enthusiastic for God, especially in this time of Advent. As a word, Advent is derived from the Latin word adventus, meaning coming. It's a time when we await the coming or arrival of our Savior on that holy night. But as we wait for Jesus today, there may be no better words than weary world, on our top 40 playlist. Maybe we feel our world is worse than weary. Maybe you think it's a disaster and you're surely glad that Thanksgiving is over, or maybe you're sad because it is. Maybe your life has fallen apart so much, we don't have any hope left in our hearts, at least not for this holiday season. Well, let me take you back for a few moments to a simpler time, a time of remembrance. How many of us remember what it felt like to anticipate Christmas morning? As kids, maybe we hope for that special toy to be delivered from Santa as he flew all the way from the North Pole to our house to deliver that special gift. Or maybe we couldn't wait to see the lights that twinkled on the fresh Douglas fir tree that was just cut down from the Christmas tree farm. And as it stood there in all its glory. You know, my sister and I would sit on the couch and we wondered and we waited and we hoped that we might open the surprise of a Red Ryder BB gun with a compass in the stock And A Thing Which Tells Time. Do you know that these things cost over $150 today? Over $150, what would we do if one or two of our kids wanted these? Very expensive. Or maybe we were wishing for a new Tiny Tears doll. Or, better yet, maybe one of these. Oh, chatty Cathy, oh, chatty Cathy Oh, Patel's famous talking dolls. We pull the ring And you say eleven different things Let's play house Please change my dress We can change your dresses now, goodness knows Now you've got a wardrobe full of pretty clothes For nursery school, you're crisp and cool For summer, there's a playtime set your collar sir, In a coat as as you can get I love you You love your mama And they love you sleepy time pajamas Just pull the ring You never know what she'll say next Tell me a story The only story now left to tell Is a Chatty Cathy's made by Mattel You'll find Chatty Cathy and her costume sets Wherever toys are sold You can tell it's Mattel It's well. Hmm I wonder, what's in here? I don't know. Let's take a look. It's Chatty Cathy. (laughs) This is Chatty Cathy. She's a new Chatty. Well, actually, she's an old Chatty Cathy. Chatty Cathy is 60 years old now. And she used to say 11 phrases, just like the commercial promised. But now she just mumbles as she talks. (laughs) (laughs) And that year, we really, really, really wanted a record player. Wait a minute. What's down here? It is. It's a record player, a Barbie record player. I bought it three weeks ago. (laughs) And we have a record. Let's play the record. you, Chains was the name of our first 45 RPM record, and we played that song until the grooves wore out. Well, it was the only record that we got for Christmas that year. And I think it was the year that we also got some awesome army toys. You know, we grew up with a few stories about World War II since my dad was in the 101st Airborne Paratrooper in the war hundreds of jumps, but the most memorable was D-Day, June 6, 1944, jumping onto the beaches of Normandy. I consider it a miracle that anyone survived that at all. So like many kids in those days, we had a green plastic army man, and also this year, we got there's trouble, GI Joe is there. GI Joe, hero. GI Joe, send in the enemy Send in the GI Joe motorized battle tank. You can make it go left, right, forwards and backwards. The GI Joe battle tank. Smash the blockade. What a tank! Each sold separately. The GI Joe motorized battle tank comes with GI Joe batteries, not included. From Hasbro. Yes, as girls, we even played with tanks and Green Army men. And I got to tell you, that year, Chatty Cathy made a great brigadier general for the, <laughs> for the tank commander. She surely did. She surely did. So we're going to set Chatty right there. There we go. Maybe she'll sit. We'll see. She mumbles, but she stands. <laughs> you know... <laughs> that year, Chatty Cathy, like I said, she made a great brigadier general. We had, a, we, were, we had tank races. We were dancing and we were singing and we were laughing. We were having such a great, great time, my sister and I, right by that beautiful Christmas tree, until it got dark. You know, as kids, we knew that we were loved as best as we could be. But sometimes... Alcohol really got in the way. When the family feuds would start, especially on holidays, we'd retreat to our bedroom just to get away from the noise, the arguing, the yelling, the screaming, and sometimes the sound of a door slamming or glass breaking or even fisticuffs. Then it would get silent, and that may have been the scariest part of all, because we didn't know what would happen next or if or when it was ever going to start or start back up again. And just like that, just like that, Christmas was over. No more tank races, no more playing records, No more chatty Kathy, or laughing, or dancing. Just crying into our pillows, and sadness, and fear, and heartache. And all of a sudden, our hopes for new toys didn't seem to matter much anymore. We just wanted the arguing to stop, and to find the feeling of being okay. We needed the hope that somehow the chains, the chains that we could not see, the chains that tied our souls in knots, would be broken. We wanted to be free to dance and to play and to laugh again without fear. In Revelation 21, chapter chapter 21, verse 4, we read that God will wipe away every tear from our eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying, or pain. All these things will be gone forever. Well, in God, we are given the hope for better things to come, like the hope of being loved, and peace in our homes, and in our hearts. Chains of bondage of fear and sin to be broken away forever. Do you think there are other people and little kids in this world praying for the same comfort and peace at this exact same moment. Maybe in Ukraine. Maybe in Noblesville. Human life is not perfect. No one is. We live in a broken world where all of us can be victims of dysfunction. We don't live in a leave-it-to-be world, but with God's help, we can choose the songs of our playlists as much as possible. Songs of hope through Jesus Christ, as he promises in Matthew 11:28. Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. He will give you rest. You know, I wonder, what hope did Jesus have in his life? I wonder what song was in his heart as he walked to the cross. He had hoped people of all nations through his disciples would come to know God. We read about that in John 17. And Jesus hoped for seeing Father again when he prayed in Gethsemane before he died. And look at what he said about his experience. Look how he felt. In Mark 14, he he became deeply troubled and distressed. He told them, My soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. He fell to the ground and he prayed and he cried out. In Matthew 26, he bowed with his face to the ground, praying, My Father. And in Luke 22, he knelt down and he prayed, Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering. He prayed more fervently, and he was in such agony of spirit that his sweat fell to the ground like great drops of blood. Jesus, fully man, fully God, knew all about suffering. Do you think he could understand yours today? He is our rock and our redeemer because he's been there and he's done that. He knows what you're going through because he's experienced agony too. I think I realized that when after all the terror of the night calmed down, And the quiet lasted for more than just a few minutes. My sister and I snuck back out into the living room. We could see the glow of the Christmas tree from the hallway. So my sister and I climbed up on that big blue velvet couch with all the bright white crocheted doilies. And you could just snuggle in the pillows and pull up a blanket, never speaking a word, not one word, so quiet and we just sat there on that couch while the C9 bulbs burned hot and bright and the bubble lights were dancing and the tinfoil icicles were blowing back and forth in the gentle breeze from the oscillating fan that dad set up every year and the evergreen tree smelled so so sweet. It was then that I could see the tiny little plastic manger that Mom set under the tree every Christmas. And I thought, how lucky I was to be laying not in the itchy hay of a manger like the baby Jesus, but on this soft, warm couch. Then I realized I prayed for the silence and the peace. And there I was, and there it was, at that moment, the silence and the peace. And how grateful I was to have it because of the gentle love from a God named Jesus. He was the peacemaker and my hope of that holy night. If the songs of our hearts grow weary and tired, and we are in agony of spirit like Jesus was, he calls us to pray to him like he prayed to Father. If the songs of our life makes us feel stuck like a broken record, we need hope in God to get back on track and to get back in the right groove again. God never goes away. And it's never too late to pray for help and peace And hope of better things. Hope is a gift from God through Jesus. Let's close by considering the hope of one more person. Let's watch this scene from The Chosen. Not to spoil this beautiful day or anything, huh? Come on. (laughs) It's a leopard! Stay back! Cover your mouth! Don't breathe his air! Don't come any closer! It's okay, John. It's okay. Rabbi, 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 Rabbi you cannot. You Please. Please. Thank <laughs> I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. Uh, what can I, what can I ever do? No. Th- do not say anything to anyone. You don't seek your own honor? Please just do me this one thing. Uh, but what do I tell people? Go, show yourself to the priest. Let him inspect you and see that you are cleansed. Make the proper offering in the temple as Moses commanded. And go on your way. Who has an extra tunic? Just one of you, just one of you. That's enough. Green is definitely your color, (laughs) not too shabby. (laughs) See, God is our hope, God is our portion He is all we need to have hope and freedom from our chains. Our sufficiency is from God. In 2 Corinthians, the Son of God says, My grace is sufficient for you, and my power is made perfect in weakness. His power is made perfect in weakness. God Almighty, call me weak God is way more than sufficient for each and every one of us. He is our essence. He is our hope for a better life to come. Our hope may dwindle because of the actions or the inactions of ourselves or others. Or because life isn't going as planned But the manger is the place where our hope always begins. Let me emphasize, the manger is the place where our hope always begins. Amen.